Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. This evening, we have a special guest, Prophet Tom. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He's going to share that with us from Kenya. Okay, you're on the air. Amen, 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 amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm happy, my brother, Manuel. I'm happy for what you're doing. I'm happy for the wonderful job you're doing, expanding the kingdom of God, touching nations, transforming monument lives. I've been uh, actually listening to you and your programs. It has been my prayer that one day I'll be able to minister. And I'm happy today to minister, to talk to people around the world. Wherever you are, wherever you're listening to me from, may the Lord God Almighty bless you. Uh, my name is uh, uh, Prophet Tom Chacha from Nairobi, Kenya. And uh, I'm the founder of the ministry called Kings uh, Prophetic Church. We thank God for this opportunity. We are based in the capital city of Nairobi, of Kenya. And uh, tonight I want to share the word of God. And wherever you are, people, you'll be blessed. That's my prayer. And uh, I want to pray that this ministry will continue. And uh, may the Lord give uh, our brother Emmanuel more grace, more power, and more information to take this ministry uh, all over. I want to encourage all of us who are listening tonight. Oh, uh, don't worry because it's night in Kenya. So we say tonight. It, you understand this night again. So I want to encourage all of you who are listening that please bring your friend on board and encourage encourage people to join this uh, forum. It's more powerful. Bible says that our two are better than one. And whatever God has put us together, well, we are blessed with one another. So I want to make a prayer before I minister. My brother has said he's giving me 25 to 30 minutes, and I will miss us by the way the Holy Ghost will be able to lead me. Once again, I'm glad I have been praying and trusting God that one day I'll be able to miss us. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for this opportunity. I want to thank you for my brother Emmanuel Bobby. Thank you for the entire world, people who are listening to us all over the world. May you talk to us, revive us, and bless us. Use me as a vessel to speak to many lives. I decree and declare that every sick person will receive healing. I rebuke the devourer and the demonic attacks and the powers from the darkness. I silence your kingdom. I silence your ability in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Bless your word, O oh God. Bless all of us who are listening. Bless us in the name of Jesus. Bless my big brother, Emmanuel. Bless whatever he's doing, give him more grace. In Jesus' name we pray. I want to read a scripture from the Bible in the book of Acts of the Apostles, chapter 12, verse number 1. This is a very powerful scripture, and I love it. I read from uh, Acts of the Apostles, chapter 12, verse 1 through to verse number uh, 5. So uh, turn with me together if you have your Bible. Let's go together and uh, believe that God will bless us. The Bible says, Now about that time, Herod kings not forth his hands to fix sitting of the church, something of the church, 
verse 2 says, And he killed James and brother, the brother of John, with a sword. Verse 3, Because he saw it pleased the Jews. I want you to mark that phrase. Mark that word. That because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days of unleavened bread. And was full, and when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him for, for to four quotations uh, of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Verse 5, Peter therefore was kept in prison, but, mark the word, but prayers was made without ceasing for the church unto God him for him. Uh, I want to speak to you listening to me about enough is enough. That's my message of tonight. Enough is enough. That's the message of today, wherever you are, it is a daytime. The Bible speaks about a man by the name Herod. Herod was a man who never knew anything to do with God. This man stood and he was persecuting the church. And him was doing what was pleasing people, not what was pleasing God. There are people who are doing things today to please men or not to please God. But I want to challenge somebody, it's good to do something to please God, not to please man. Because men will never help you, neither take you far. But if you want to live long and enjoy the best of your life, do something to please God. We have seen people doing things to please politicians, others doing things to please their bosses. But I came to let you know that once you do something to please God, then God will be able to do something to make you happy. Praise God. I have seen many people doing things to please other people. But uh, it is good to bother to do something to please God. So Herod was doing things to please people. And he was against the church. He arrested John and uh, James, sorry. He killed him. And the uh, people were happy. The Antichrist, like today, the things that are happening, there are people who are suffering, and the other people are happy somewhere else enjoying. But I want to tell you that now we have woken up as a church, we have woken up, we got to pray. Enough is enough. The devil will never kill anyone else anymore. The demons of killing, because the enemy, the devil, in the book of John, chapter 10, verse number 10, the Bible says he came for two purposes. Number one, for three purposes, sorry. Number one, to kill, to, to destroy, and uh, his uh, uh, kill, destroy, and also uh, uh, finish people of God. But God came to give life and give abundance. So the Bible says the man, this man, Herod, arrested these people. He killed James. Then after killing James, he, he saw it was good, and everybody was rejoicing because James was killed, 
and he decided now to go and arrest Peter. But he never knew there was a God of the other side of Peter. He arrested Peter and put Peter in prison. Then in prison was a, by good luck, uh, it was an Easter. So he said, oh, this is Easter. When we kill Peter, like you know, we killed uh, James. Uh, you listen to me, my brother, wherever you are, my sister. The demons will never kill you. Kill your business. The devil will never kill you. Another business is open now. He killed your brother, he will not kill you in the name of Jesus. He killed your ma your wife, who will not kill you with cancer. Kill your wife, but the cancer will kill you. And uh, the Bible says, yeah, yeah, God, was, the church of Jesus Christ stood up and said, enough is enough. You will not do it anymore, because you did, but we will never allow you to do it anymore. And the Bible says, the man stood and the church prayed. When the Bible talks about the church, the Bible talks about me and you, like the way my brother Manuel has done it. We are seeing your way to stand, and even though we are far, but Manuel knew that the distance is not a barrier. He knew that he will get someone from Kenya by the name Tom, another one from America, another one from another country, and bring them together, and stand in the gap and say, enough is enough. No more killing my people, no more killing anyone. You Herod killed, you killed James, you thought you would kill Peter. Uh, the church has said, no, enough is enough. I don't know what has happened in your life, I don't know what the devil has done in your life. But tonight I have a message to tell the devil, enough is enough. I don't know what you have been going through. I don't know the demons have attacked you. I'm talking to somebody. I don't know what has been happening, but I came to let you know. Enough is enough. The child stood and said, Herod, you will never kill a Peter. They will kill uh, James. The child prayed and said, Enough is enough. And the Bible says, You have the time. For some time, I read that scripture. You have time, please. But go through and see. What happened? How God sent angels from heaven? They came and stood and they opened the prison. I don't care how many people, how many demons have been prepared to attack you. There's an angel who's about to be sent to deliver you from the hands of the darkness. And the Bible said that Peter was put in prison and the, the guards were put in every corner to guard him not to get out. But the Bible says the heavenly God came in and opened the door and Peter was free to get out of where he was. I decree wherever you are, may the Lord God save you free from every bondage, Free from the bondage of sickness and diseases. Free from the bondage of the attacks of the devil in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, and Peter, and the church prayed, the church prayed, the church prayed like the way to change today. Or tonight, pray and say, enough is enough. I know that I'm talking to somebody who is going through some issues, some other things, you know. And I'll be able to let you know that if you're going through some pain, there's a God in heaven. Every pain is gain in life. Huh? And the Bible says, and Jesus Christ is the man who has the power to deliver. God sent an angel who came to save Peter from that bondage. That's why he said that. 
there are people who who normally do things to please people. There are people who give money, who always give money to make other people feel good. But I came to let you know, change your mindset now, begin to serve God, begin to do things for God. But when God is happy, you will live long. When you give your money to the kingdom of God, when you support the work of God, and the God will make you live happy, you will help you to avoid even the sickness right now. We are living in the world whereby I don't know the Herod who is, who is pursuing you. I don't know whether it's Corona is your Herod because every one of us who whoever is listening to me, there's a Herod who is trying to find you in one way or another. But I came with a message that enough is enough. But God who delivered Peter from the hands of the enemy, he has the power and the capability to save your suffering. Amen. I have a message to someone who is listening to me that the devil will not kill you with cancer. The devil will never use any other man or woman to kill you because God has a reason why you are alive today. Somebody say with me, enough is enough. Cancer will never kill you. Enough is enough. Corona will never kill you. Will not kill you. Enough is enough. Any chronic diseases will not kill you. Enough is enough. I'm talking to somebody all over the world who is ready to be somebody, Mr. Preacher, man, a prophet, church. But I am listening to you and I'm, I'm catching up with you. But my life and my property and my finances are submit to God. If you submit your soul, your body, your mind, your finances to God, God will make sure that you are living a happy life. And God will send angels to fight for you. God will send angels to deliver you from the hands of captivity. God will send an angel to deliver you from the prison you are in. The Bible tells me that the Bible when, when Peter was a church prayer, Peter was in prison and the Bible says and God sent an, the angels to open the prison for Peter to get out of the prison. I don't care the Herod was arrested you, but an angel who's about to come to deliver you from where you are in the mighty name of Jesus. I hope we are together somebody wherever you are. Because you are listening to me, you can say Amen in the name of Jesus. I believe there is a word which God has given unto us tonight. I'm speaking to somebody who says, Enough is enough. My life will never die. The enemy will never scatter my destiny. The enemy will never kill me in the name of Jesus. The decision and the choice is yours. The church pray and sing, Peter will not die. The enemy herald has killed James. But he will never go ahead and kill Peter. We have an opportunity, we have an obligation as the church to stand and say, no more, no more. Dying. No one will kill my brother. No one will kill my sister. Enough is enough. We know that no man can save, but God has the power to save. I'm talking to somebody who has been going through a lot of pain. I came to let you know that pain is about to give birth into pain. I came to, I'm talking to somebody who said, Mr. Preacher, man, I've been going through a lot of shame. I came to prophesy to you and say, in the name of Jesus, shame is about to turn into fame. When Peter was arrested, people were asking, where is his God? There are some people who are going through so, so much, going through some 
painful moment and people are asking you where is your God God is about to speak on the God is about to deliver you. There are some people I'm talking to tonight that are going through a lot of pain and there are challenges of going through in your life. And your people, the enemy is laughing at you and saying, Where is your God? When Peter was arrested and was taken into prison, the people around who never knew the God Almighty, they were seeing where is their God. Let me tell you, my brother, my sister, that about to see the other side of your God whom they have never ever known. Because when that God manifests himself, everyone must testify about your God. And everyone must tremble and shake about your God. Even the enemies who are talking and say, Where is your God? They're about to testify and say, Your God is alive. Praise the Lord. And, uh, and as I'm about to end up here, the Bible says that Peter uh, was in prison and the church prayed. I want to challenge the people who are hearing me. The church is not a temple. The church is near you. I want us to stand in the gap and pray. I want to believe God and I want, I'm trusting God and I want to challenge our brother Emmanuel. That he will give us uh, 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 prayer requests. Brother Manuel, I want you to give us prayer requests. As I'm about to hand over back to you, I want to give us prayer requests. That we are going to pray for as the church we stand in the gap and say this one will not happen. Because God has given us power to stop whatever the enemy is trying to do to rise up against us. When God created human beings, the Bible talks about Genesis chapter 1, verse number 27. And also he blessed us, he gave us the power and authority to dominate and to rule. So we have the power to rule, we have the power to silence every error who is trying to arrest and kill us. We have the power, I say, to silence every error. And we say enough is enough in the mighty name of Jesus. Someone join me and Brother Emmanuel as we stop any powers of the enemy, any killing in any way, whichever way, maybe through sickness and diseases, we silence that demon of killing people through sicknesses and diseases. We silence that demon killing people through racism in the name of Jesus Christ. God has given us the ability. And thank God because it is going to deliver us from the prison which the enemy might be putting us. I want to say this, men and women of God, listening to me. But uh, if the problem in life becomes a stepping stone into a promotion, it might be painful in one way or another, but the other side will not be more painful. So let us stand firm. Brother Emmanuel, we pray that you stand firm. Don't fear. God Almighty who has given you this vision to touch nations. The entire world will be delivered. It means one man to change the nation. It means one man to save souls. It was it was it was Moses who delivered the children of Israel. One man. It was Jesus who saved humankind. One man. Enough is enough. Let us stand and say, 
We cannot allow the enemy to do whatever he has been doing anymore. But God of my whom we are serving is able to bless us. I want to thank God because of this opportunity as I wind up and hand over back to my brother, Emmanuel. I want us to pray. I want to make a prayer before I hand over uh, to him to wind up the program. Father, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for, for this ministry. Thank you for my brother, Emmanuel, who has been leading us. Thank you for my, my listeners all over the world. I speak healing to the lives of them that are sick. I hear, I pray for healing. If someone listening to me, you have a spirit heart attack. You have a problem of heart. And uh, the doctors have said you are not going to, to get healed. They are, kind of, they are not able to treat you, but I declare and I declare less than four days, four days, you are going to receive your healing. You are going to receive healing and the doctors with a surprise. Uh, I pray for all the sick people who are listening to us in the name of Jesus. May the Lord God heal you. May the Lord God bless you. May the Lord God give you grace to live again in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And somebody, I, I feel in my spirit, you are so stressed that you, are, you, you don't know what is tomorrow will be holy. But I say the Lord, stand still. God is about to bless someone. You are, you, you are, I see in the spiritual realm that there are some money you have been expecting, a lot of money. And they have been expecting from somewhere that every time you go around looking for that money, the people are taking you around, taking you around. They don't want to pay you. Uh, I declare as a prophet of God that less than four days again, they will pay you. And once they pay you, make sure you support the work of God in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you. I bless you. I declare over the lives of your people that anyone who is listening to me, may they receive according to their prayers. As by the way, the prophet of God, Eli, spoke when Anna was praying for, me, for, praying for her son, our child. I pray that I, someone listening to me, someone hearing my voice, you have a problem of stomach, you, know, you don't give back, you don't give back. It's a problem of the stomach, it's a pain in your stomach, down there at the abdomen. It's a, it's a pain moving around, and that thing has affected you. You have not got the children. I command that pain to disappear right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, receive it wherever you are. In Jesus' name. Someone else, idea, you have a, a, a problem of headache, which comes and goes. Uh, it's a little more painful, and the doctors have been taking out of you. They don't see anything. I speak healing over your head. In Jesus' mighty name. Lord, thank you for this opportunity. Bless all our listeners. Thank you because it has been a blessing tonight. I pray that God will to bless us, all of us, as we continue. Bless our leader, uh, our brother Emmanuel. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. I want to hand over back to my prayer, brother Emmanuel Bobby to take us, uh, more, give us more information, take us forward in Jesus' name. Welcome, brother. God bless you. God bless Amen. you. God bless you, um, yeah. Prophet Tom. And whenever you feel led about coming back on the show, just let me know because you're welcome to come here. Amen. Amen. I'm ready for every time, every time you need me, for this even day, I'm ready for us to meet, to start with the pro God. Amen. Um, Amen. I want, I want all of my listeners to understand that um, next Thursday, April 22nd, please mark your calendar for yes. next Thursday, April 22nd, 
I am talking to all of my uh, group members of the grassroots community activist movement, both my Christian groups as well as my secular groups. I need everyone to be on board. Um, this is I created the groups not for us to just uh, post videos. That's not what that's not the whole purpose of uh, the grassroots community activist movement. The grassroots community activist movement is about us building. We want to build and create a new system, a system that will offer real freedom, justice, and equality. All it is, and, and the ideas is not from me. The idea is from Jesus slash Yahshua. He's the one that gave me the vision. And I claim ownership. So what that what that means is that we're going to have to build this together. Just like uh, in the, the, um, Nehemiah, he didn't build the wall of Jerusalem by himself. He had qualified bricklayers, architects, and engineers. I have to get this organization started in America first because that's where I'm at. God has called me to go back to the inner cities to help out brothers and sisters that want more out of life. It's not going to be everybody because it's the ones that want more out of life. Yeah. I don't associate with criminals, con artists, uh, urban terrorists, rapists and pedophiles. They're not going to be up in my uh, business. Yeah. And I stand firm on that. Now, I wrote the vision and made it plain in my revised book back in 2012. And yet, my book is barely selling. God put in my heart to write the vision and make it plain. How can I do my job if I don't have any support? That's my question to black America. But that's okay. The Lord has stirred me up and put it in my heart to take that take my story to the big screen so that way I can reach the global black family. I want them to understand that there is a solution to this problem. Not just here in America, but also on the African continent. In Kenya, particularly, I'm just going there since I have um, a man of God that's, you know, from there that lives there. Kenya is being threatened to be recolonized by the Chinese. That's not cool. I don't like that. I want to bring my I want to bring the best of the diaspora to the African continent so that way we can help um, build up the African infrastructure in rural areas as well as in the urban areas. Create jobs for young people. African people, but I have to start it here in my own city. Now, I have Black America has been rejecting my vision for the past 29 years. That's the thorn, thorn that's in my flesh. I'm like, God, I can't. What can I do, Lord? You gave me the vision, Lord, but I, don't, I lack the manpower and the capital. And so. The Lord has blessed me with Sister Renee. That's the only person that's in America that's working with me. So this is going to be a miracle. 
for me to get this uh, film fully funded and made so that way the global black family can see what I've been going through. It's in the book. Technically, I wouldn't even have to do a film. But that's what if that's what it takes in order for me to reach the masses, in order to reach young people, so be it. But our but God has called me to um it's called, it's called a satellite community. So that means that, you know, we'll do the best that we can to help our brothers and sisters that's trapped in the inner city, starting here in the city of Chicago. Um, and the way I operate, I don't operate like, like everyone else. I have my own style. So people are going to have to um, come to our mandatory orientation once we have that physical building. Now, the whole purpose of the film is so I can generate capital. So that way I can be in a better position financially to hire people. Everything that's written in my revised book, we're going to carry that out to the fullest. We're going to stay focused. We're not going to let the devil come in and try to bring in all kinds of um, diversions and get us to um, talk about other issues. We want to solve our own issues. That's what God has called me to do. Once we're once we're established here in Chicago, we're gonna um, go to South Africa because I have a lot of contacts there. Make our presence known, and not just in South Africa, Kenya, and like I say, my goal is to hopefully, you know, once this virus cl cleans up, we can do African tours at least into ten African nations. Set up um, this Christian business. We want to reach the masses, though. We're not just going there as tourists. We want to um, make sure that uh, we make connections with um, our African brothers and sisters, continental Africans, and we want them to uh, put pressure on, on their governments to allow the diaspora to have um, citizenship within five years in, in exchange for our talents and skills. And I'm, I'm going to encourage my um, 